What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 321 alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell are you? Hello, darling. I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm doing really good. I uh, well, I had a great weekend, um, so a little bit, maybe a little too much fun. <laughs> I'll share in a minute. Never, um, no such thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is, uh, Cody. It's like the holidays are here, and I back in town, and mm-hmm. you want to kind of see everybody, and so, and it's always such a festive time to go out with the lights oh, up, yeah? and <clears throat> yeah. So I was out yesterday and. Had a great time that um, people should know if they come into New York, if you want sort of a classic bar scene that has a piano bar to it is the monster mm-hmm. in the West Village. Love it. Which, Love yeah, that, yeah. That bar. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's something, I thought you were going to yeah. offer your services for a minute there. I was like, if you want to hang out, come see me, CV. <laughs> well, I'll show I was you a good get time. To that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, if you have a little extra coin, I Ow, hey. Bomb, chicka, Put my bomb, name on bomb. that list too. <laughs> <laughs> have you been naughty or nice? Hopefully, naughty. <laughs> Oh, always um, naughty, naughty but nice, naughty. honey. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. How was your weekend? It was good. We went to the Poconos and oh we my rented God. a house. Me, the Poconos. Joe, yeah, me, Joe, and a couple of his friends. <laughs> and there was no snow, so we didn't go skiing or tobogganing like we plan to do. But where is the I mean, Poconos for people? It's in Pennsylvania. Always... That's okay. why I didn't I say. Like a... <laughs> Go ahead. Wasn't that the place in Dirty Dancing that they went to? Or Was something? it? I don't That's know. It just seems, <laughs> that seems like a yesteryear place that I don't. I don't know. But wow, life in Pocono is nice. I believe it. It gets really dark there. That's what I really know about that place. It gets at night. I you can't. You can put your hand in front of your face and you wouldn't be able to see it. It's crazy. Oh my gosh! Wow. So did you guys have a good time? Oh, we had a fantastic time. We cooked, we ate, we watched TV, we, you know, saw what was there. We we explored what we could explore, but there wasn't much. Right. Of but we got a chance to reconnect and get to know each other. And it was a good time. Oh, that sounds fun. Very oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put up my tree this weekend. And what? Merry Christmas. I cooked a little bit and very fun. I went out, but also I have a story getting into the show here. You know, we've talked about Sniffies before, sniffies.com. And we had the guy on who works on the site join us Uh on Tags Live recently. I'm excited. (laughs) So I I went out on Friday night and had a great time at the Eagle and talked to all my friends and had just, you know, met some sexy guys. And so Saturday rolled around and I was watching movies and I'm decorating. And I thought, you know what? I don't really want to do the whole bar thing again. So I decided to turn on Sniffies Mm -hmm. and... I ended up meeting a guy that said he was at work and in my area. So I live in the Chelsea neighborhood in New York and it was so many feet away and not too far. Uh And he said that he wanted to be sucked off. (gasps) 
I was interested in that. I noticed he had communicated with me the night before, like somehow I had logged on the site and forgot about it. So he had sent Uh a picture of him in a chair with like a hard dick and cum oozing out of it. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay. But what really got my interest was he was at work. And he said, could you be discreet? Remember when we were talking to the guy at Sniffy's and he said, you know, a lot of it is people that guys that are maybe not totally out or on the DL. Uh And I immediately was all about this. And so I, he said, I'm in a building and I'm at work and I'm jerking off in the back. So I was wondering. Oh my goodness. That sounds awesome. I know, but you know what went through my, the other, the thing that went through my head, of course, I'm like, okay, he's working, right? So we've been reporting on all these horrible stories of people getting beaten up or Mm -hmm. when they, on Grindr. And I thought, okay, I'm, I'm not going to die on this one. I don't have to call Cody and tell him, I don't have to call Cody (laughs) and tell him that I'm going to be meeting up with somebody because this guy's at work and I'm going to assess the situation to make sure he's really at work. And all I got Uh was like the street corner, like, you know, the two crossing streets. And when I got closer to it, I texted him and said, Hey, I'm by the place. So he sent me the actual address and said, walk in. And so I walked to the building and it was a, like a high rise doorman building. So he was a doorman. (gasps) I know. And I, I've That's always so had a thing hot. for Jordan. And so, <laughs> so he literally told me that that there was, it was all dark inside too. So I guess uh-huh. it's one of those buildings that you can let yourself in. There is a doorman too. Clearly he wasn't working at the moment. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm just going to leave the door ajar, but do me a favor and shut it and then walk in. So it was dark. I walk in. I'm, you know, looking around, where am I going? And I see a desk to the left that you can't really see from the street. Uh So I walk over there and all I hear is see sort of a silhouette of a guy sitting in an office chair with his back to me. And he said, hey, yo, what's up? And I was like, (laughs) so I said, hey, fumbling around and (laughs) giving him his pen back because that's what he had me hold the door open with. Okay. So I go in, he says, come around the corner and get, and, you know, get on your knees, which I promptly did. And literally he came, like when I walked over there, he was Latino, sexy guy. Mm -hmm. And he, he had asked if I had poppers. So I, so he put his hand out to like, and before I could, I, I almost put my hand out to shake his hand, uh-huh. but he was asking for poppers. Just like, I'm no, like, I don't want, I don't want your hand to shake. <laughs> I Give totally, me what I need right now. <laughs> I was totally quick about it and like put my hand away. I said, oh, yep, here's the poppers, just like you asked for. Oh. And gave him the poppers, got on my knees, sucked him off. And he, he had one of those uniforms, you know, the old school uniforms that a lot of the doormen wear from yeah. kind of back in the day. They're uh-huh. kind of a cross between a suit and I don't know, maybe a cruise ship look to it or something like that. <laughs> Not Isaac from the love boat. <laughs> but kind of Isaac. No, no, he wore a white tuxedo. <laughs> you know, you could play Isaac if they have the reboot. I, I could if they do the reboot. Come I got the mustache. I got it going. I just had to let <laughs> 
and my afro grow out <laughs> yes exactly. we could fix that yeah but, girl <laughs> no it was more like you know a gray suit but formalized and his pants were down other than the the top of it and i Wait. went to town yeah and he's sitting like you know if you sit in an office chair and you're totally slouched down the only thing uh-huh. he said to me was if for some if you hear somebody come in just duck further down wait and you didn't you didn't suck him off underneath the desk no like right but that's you would so, uh, that's, we so hot. that's like one of my dreams to to have somebody <laughs> suck me off while they're underneath the desk and then have somebody come in and be like but i need that that report by nine o'clock by five o'clock oh my God. i think that would have just <laughs> sent me over the edge and knowing my clumsy ass i would have totally bumped my head or did something totally ridiculous <laughs> so i'm so glad no one did come in uh-huh. but I, we were hidden and i sucked him off he asked if i wanted his load even and Ooh. i said yeah. yes it was really hot actually and when All it right, was you might have with, to excuse me <laughs> <laughs> can we pause the podcast real quick yeah real quick <laughs> uh, he was such a cool guy though because in the end it was such a transaction but he said well hit me up whenever you want which i thought was cool because you know it could have been like get out or whatever and now he's like no hit me up um sometime i now know where it is i mean obviously i'm not going to roam over there i, I will hook um hit him up on the app sniffies but i thought wow for a first experience on this this could have been a better experience you know ever really right or one of the hottest ones yeah yeah oh for sure that sounds so it makes me like think about i was literally just thinking maybe me and my boyfriend could go on sniffies and pretend to meet each other on sniffies and that would be a good way to kind of like I don't know. Oh, yeah. Make it like a a dangerous situation. I think that would be really hot. I mean, I think that's hot. Definitely. And do it somewhere. You love outdoor sex. It's a little cold right now. So maybe not outdoors, but you could do it in a bathroom somewhere in a, I don't know, in a mall. I love outdoor sex and I can't wait to try it out now. I'm going to bring it up to him tonight, as a matter of fact. I love it. All right. Well, cool. Well, that's my sniffy story, and I'll report back if I see the guy. And, of course, it got me to sign up for one of their longer-paying promos where you get a few more perks on oh, it. Nice. But Yeah, so I'll let you know if I hook up with him again, but Please very hot. do. I need to know all the details. All these all the details. About- <laughs> we could do a weekly anthology. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, we've got a whole show of hot sex topics. But before we do, I just want to tell you about um, right now, you can get some Tags merchandise. There's still time to order your favorite person or yourself some Tags merch for the holidays. And you have to order by this Thursday to get it in time for Christmas. So check out our store. Just go to tagspodcast.com and hit the cl- uh, the hit the link, Tags Merch. Still a little hungover, I think. <laughs> right now, there's up to 35 per- 30% off um, up until December 19th. So check it out. Oh, All right, nice. well... Let's get into hot topics here. And I don't know, did you know this, Cody? But Jesse Smollett is back in court about that alleged whole debacle 
that he was involved in. I heard. And yeah, back in court. And back, so we all know Jesse Smollett reported a terrifying gay hate crime, which soon after began unraveling under the watchful eye of the mainstream media. Well, now his defense is saying they're they're trying to those two brothers that are on court and mm-hmm. they alleged jesse smollett apparently in 2018 went with one of the guys to a gay sauna in chicago that i've been to before called steamworks steamworks and yeah. steamworks yeah <laughs> and so they say on wednesday's hearing uh, Abimbola, which is one of the brothers, told the mm-hmm. court that he attended Steamworks, the gay sauna located in Chicago's Boys Town. He was then asked if gay porn played on the screen. Interesting question, which mm-hmm. Ab- Abimbola said he didn't recall. And that's sort of a term, by the way. Don't I don't <laughs> recall when you don't want to say no. Yeah. <laughs> and so... He, the the lawyer says you don't recall seeing gay pornography you don't remember masturbating with him jerking off is what they were referring to and so mm-hmm. i don't know it's interesting to think do you believe cody that they did go to steamworks and that this happened because it's pretty specific well i don't it makes me inclined to not believe him because he doesn't recall if there was gay porn on the the television screens because when I am in somewhere and I see gay porn, I automatically register the porn into my brain. It goes, goes into my porn Rolodex. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's such. You're so funny. You mentioned that because I was at the New York Eagle, and they have uh-huh. great porn up on it, the TV screens. And I was on a right? mission to find out where do they get their porn scenes exactly. From. And I found out it was this DJ who captures all of them and puts them on a thumb drive and i but i was like oh my god i was like a dog on a mission like i had to find out who is getting this porn and i certainly found out but you know like i said cody he says he didn't recall and that's sort of a term that people will use when you don't want to if you say you don't recall you're not saying no or yes exactly so he's He's being evasive, in my opinion. Evasive, right. So maybe he did remember, but saying didn't recall can't really get you into trouble. I, I, it's just screams of some some misdeeds to me. I don't know whether who to believe in this situation right now. And I just hope that the truth finally comes out, comes to light pretty soon. Because Yeah, the right. I I blame Jesse Smollett for all the gay hate crimes. And no, I can't, I can't say that. <laughs> no, right. I, it was a joke that was coming out, and then it was pretty bad because. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. Um, no, but it's interesting because the end of this article that I'm quoting from on cocktail uh-huh. and cocktail says mm-hmm. to summarize, Jesse Smollett is claiming that an extra from the show Empire, in which he mm-hmm. has a main part masturbated with him at a gay sauna dated him but then attacked him because he's also homophobic so it's just kind of hard to follow all this because it's so bizarre right i mean i don't i i believe i don't know about the whole who do you believe going i don't believe jesse i think he's totally lying and Mm -hmm. he, he can't 
and he's gotten everybody to believe him in his team in court, and they are standing by their their messaging. And mm-hmm. even with the when you see him walk into court, he's like doing the fist bump, like you know, pride or power or whatever. We show we shall overcome type of thing. And I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. please. I don't believe it for a minute. I didn't believe it, you know, early on two years ago and I don't believe him now. So. Well, Well, I definitely don't believe him and I don't necessarily believe that other guy as well. So I think that it seemed the other guy, it screams of him like paper chasing or clout chasing, what have you. And it seems like, the truth is somewhere in the small details of that. So we'll figure it out eventually. It'll all come to light. Exactly. All right. Well, moving on. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this twink. He's a porn star. He goes by Austin Young. Okay. Um, Austin Young brags. Yeah. Austin Young brags about twink porn success in a new UK documentary, which I watched it today. It's on, I'll put this up on tagspodcast.com because it's short. It's like maybe just under 10 minutes. And he is quoted as saying, so twink gay porn star Austin Young is the subject of a new documentary on British public television network Channel 4. And it's bringing new definition to the word cringe. And this is according to straight up gay porn. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I have sort of a different understanding of it but in the eight minute clip it's under the family dick have you heard of that i've I've watched some of those i googled him and i do know who this who this porn star is (laughs) okay so yes i have watched family dick before and he's on a bunch of other stuff too so in this eight minute clip the family dick turned gayest star boasts about his youthful appearance taking viewers through his daily routine of drinking coffee with whipped cream, intermittent fasting, spraying sunscreen on himself multiple times, getting full body laser removal, going to the pharmacy to get more sunscreen, and maybe treating himself to some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it's it's actually very funny. Um, <laughs> okay. that part of it, so I watched the whole thing, and he has an obsession with staying young and looking young because uh-huh. I don't, he's not 18. I think he just, uh, he looks really young, but he, there's some telling moments about it in the documentary. Like his family doesn't really accept him, although, or accept what he does, but okay. he's, but he also says he's very proud of what he does. He says it's a job, absolutely an acting job. And because the type of porn that he does, mm-hmm. he is worried that you know, how long can I keep this going? And it's because it's all based on looking young. And he says, as long as I look under 18, we're good to go. What? Um, Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah, and so, but the whole, like, obsession with the sunscreen, like, he takes one of those cans of sunscreen that you normally would spray on your face, and he's, like, several times a day, he's spraying his face and... The whole thing about laser removal and when he's preparing his morning coffee, he drinks this keto kind of coffee and it's like the only thing he drinks. He gets up at like 4.45 in the morning and doesn't uh-huh. have anything till 8.30 in the morning and it's not much. I mean, it doesn't, it sounds like horrible. Like I would not want this life, but I know, anyway. right? Who wants to do that? <laughs> but... The article suggests that because 
while young brags that he's selling the underage experience and even admits that some of his fans quote could be pedophiles he adamantly denies any responsibility <laughs> for he adamantly denies any responsibility for illegal sexual activity perpetrated okay. by those fans that's yeah. all on them young said adding that that has nothing to do with me and the this article just goes on to say twink porn and twinks in general are great, the writer says. Um, but no doubt Legrand Wolf, who's um, part of the videos, the older guy that's in a lot of these, uh, is deliberately misconstruing his genre for a mainstream documentary audience while pushing the false notion that gay men jerk off to twink porn because mm -hmm. they think the actors are children. Mm -hmm. This person writes is insane and can only embolden right when, when bigots who believe gay men are pedophiles. Yes. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this? Because I watched the whole thing and I took, I don't think it comes across that way. I do think there's a fantasy. Uh, first of all, he's, he says 18, which is legal. And it might put that out there a little bit, but what are your thoughts on it? Cause I have some is, more to say on it. Is he 18 now? Because he's been doing this porn for quite a while. So no, I think the whole thing is as long as I look 18. No, I think he, oh, he's okay. much older than that. I don't okay. know what age right. he is, but I think that's the point is he's trying to maintain his 18 the year old. illusion. There's a lot yes. to unpack here because no, he can't be implicated for something that somebody else does as far as their actions in, in pedophilia or what have you. But maybe he's uh, furthering the illusion of, of sex with a younger person. I mean, I guess that you can, I'm like, this is stream of consciousness, consciousness right here. Right. So it's just, I guess, like, he, there are, if he's capable of looking 18 when he's really, let's say he's 35, okay? He's going to probably okay. come from me, come from my neck yeah, right. <laughs> when he hears that uh, I yeah. called him 35. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's just for the sake of this. Yes, for the sake of this, let's say he's 35. And so that would mean that it's still possible for 30 a 35 year old to if they did the spray tan and, and if they only ate what he eats or what have you to still look very youthful i mean i look very youthful for my age right. let me just put that out there so i you do. i don't think <laughs> thank you uh i don't think that he can be implicated in in pedophilia at all and i don't i think it's very worrisome that this because Porn is a fantasy at the end of the day. And I think that when you go into it with with that mindset, I think that that is when you can take porn in very in a healthy way, in a healthy demeanor. And I think that it just goes to show that <laughs> there are many facets to to gay people. And this is just a it's a weird question steve i am i am confounded right here i just don't know well it's just interesting it's interesting because the writer of this piece really mm -hmm. took um let's see zach on straight up gay porn had a writer or somebody that follows zach's column write in and share this 
documentary and they both kind of came from the same the same viewpoint that that this is kind of lascivious and it's promoting pedophilia and it's only mm-hmm. going to get these right wing types to really say see all gays are pedophilias and I don't see that at all. I think yeah, it's a slanted viewpoint that. of this. <laughs> and I watched the actual, cause I thought, I thought, you know what? Cause at first at reading this, I thought, Oh, you know what? But I've watched some of these and there, this guy, the one we're talking about, um, Austin young is mm-hmm. in real life. He's always been attracted to older guys. That is okay. a thing and there's nothing wrong with it. I I've known plenty of older guys that like really young. It's not my thing, but I will yeah. admit that I've watched the porn before and there's something very hot and sexy about kind of that twink and older kind of taking control that is really hot. I think, but nowhere mm-hmm. in there do I think, there are saying first of all we know the actor is 18 and mm-hmm. or older actually and i think that's why i said he is quoted as saying as long as i look well he does say as long as i look under 18 we're good to go mm-hmm. um that may be where i now see could have gotten have some ringing some alarms because when you say as long as I look, if he had said as long so as I look, so he knows what 18, he's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's I think now where I could see where some of these guys were kind of the alarm bells are sounding because yeah, for me under eighteen isn't a good thing. He that probably he probably shouldn't have said that because mm-hmm. that is obviously, um, I mean pedophilia you know and so lack of a better word (laughs) however when you watch the whole documentary the whole eight minute documentary um which i encourage everybody to yeah at least that's what they're saying here i thought it was under not 10 but regardless i think you know you really get an inside look at a guy that really wants to maintain his youth because it's keeping you know paying his bills and it Mm -hmm. is i've watched some of these like i said and i like them and you know not all of them but i and i'm not even into like twinks or but i think they're well done and i don't go there he also is on record saying because the documentarian presses him a little bit and says are you ever worried that you know you might be encouraging people he that are pedophilias and he is he says you know i i'm pretty certain there might be a, some of our fans that mm-hmm. could go there but he says what they do on their own is on them and mm-hmm. i think i don't find it really cringy the only thing i do find cringing that he shouldn't have probably said is as long as i look under 18 we're good to go mm-hmm. because that there is you know, if, I think you should have just stuck with as long as I look 18, then we're good to go. <laughs> you yeah, know? I agree. I think that it's a slippery slope. I think that this is the edge of the gray area of for before it goes into the into the black, because, you know, everything's not in black and white, but this is a very right. gray area. And as long as everybody is ab- above 18 and above and consenting adults and what have you, everything is above board, then I don't see a, a, how we can hold him accountable for other people's actions. And I do agree with that. Yeah. And, 
you know, it's like you said earlier, it's all fantasy. And there is a thing about daddy twink. That's a thing. There are guys that like older guys and there's guys that like twinks and mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. They should, uh, the whole documentary I think is fine. I think this article is truly slanted, but I do think that one comment by Austin is a little bit, you could read alarming. it in a negative yeah. or yeah, alarming. And maybe that should have, he should have thought about that comment a little bit. And yeah, yeah but I'm definitely going to look at any porn that he does with new eyes, I feel like, because yeah. I just ruined your whole I think I think the fantasy <laughs> has been shattered for me because <laughs> well now yeah. I have to think about pedophi pedophiles when I watch when I watch his porn. Oh, oh man, no. that's not gonna be that's not a good thing for me. So Yeah. I, I will like I said post this on tagspodcast.com for you to watch the documentary. It's it's interesting. I think you'll find it entertaining and we want to hear what you think. So let us know. You can always DM us at tags podcast on Instagram. Okay. Well, moving on. This one, you, Cody, are a drag race fan and super fan. I, <laughs> super fan. Well, a porn star responds to a sex tape with drag race star Milk. Ooh. Ooh. With the quote, shit happens. And we kind of mean <gasps> literally on this one. And I want to know what you think of it. I have some definite thoughts. In case you missed it, last year, drag race queen Milk. Were you a fan of Milk? Meh. <laughs> Meh. Meh. Okay, but then this might follow along the lines milk had a bit of an accident on their only fans while bottoming for porn star diego sons as milk bends over ready to take sons milk begins apologizing via a voiceover so imagine you're watching this only fans video you're a fan of it and there he's just about to milk's just about to get pounded by Diego Sanz, and then mm -hmm. you hear a voiceover that said, it was a lovely night together, and I hadn't prepped my bottom because <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to film that night, but we just couldn't help ourselves. So you'll have to forgive some flecks of feces on my rump that you may see. <laughs> and he is, he is penetrating my butthole. That's where poop comes out. So just remember oh, that and enjoy goodness. the hardcore vid. Bye. <laughs> I don't know if he said it like that, but I figured. <laughs> Sounds about um, right to me. <laughs> yeah. And I think Diego Sanz was asked about it on a, on a recent podcast and he didn't take it so badly. He says, I mean, what do you what do you want? Diego responded, shit is part of the sex, I guess. If you're fucking a butthole, it might happen. Mm -hmm. I'm, he's a good sport, but what what in the name of what's wrong with this on so many levels? <laughs> Again, when you know too much about something like the last story, it's going to affect whether you want to come back for more. And did we need to know this? Mm -hmm. And or should he have posted this, Cody? Or, so, or do you think that it is part of the game and get over it? Um, so I do think, first and foremost, I do think that poop is part of the game in butt sex. Not so in porn, no. That's what I was going. That's my next point. Like I said before, porn is a fantasy. We do. 
I don't want to see in my fantasy. <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> there is no poop in my fantasy. They should have just scrapped this one and recorded another night. And Milk could have cleaned out. They should have just had fun that first night and then recorded another night and then released that instead when he was prepped for the for the recording and I, yeah I don't understand in the name why of, in the name of <laughs> in the name of valerie cherish i don't want to see that yeah exactly hello um, oh i remember but, the comeback yeah i don't i definitely would not want to see that and if i i would have wanted a warning on that video and that said ahead of time because you know i'm i follow a couple different only fans stars mm-hmm. and you know, you don't, it's, some of them post a lot, so you don't get to all of them or you're like, oh, I don't really like this model that he's, this person is, like I'm following Raphael Alencar. Okay. And sometimes Ooh, I, I don't that. like all the model, mm-hmm. but I'll move, he has so many, I'll just move yeah. on to the next. If there was a warning that something like that, I would definitely skip it. And I don't think we needed to know that. <laughs> and if it's so funny because in the last story, Austin Young is talking about porn and how almost polished porn can be. And here he is doing everything mm-hmm. under the sun. And I mean everything to prepare to shoot these scenes. And it's just grueling, it seems, mm-hmm. for him to remain looking like a a hairless twink. And then on the other hand, you have this OnlyFans who's a drag race star, Milk, who is clearly on the other spectrum of it. It's like the the D-list over here who's not afraid it's- to admit shit, ha- shit happens. And it's like, isn't... Why is that? Like, no, we did not need to see I that. Mean, I and guess I would immediately into un- it. <laughs> I would unsubscribe immediately. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> immediately. Well, I agree with you. There's, I... too, there's too many OnlyFans people you could follow that shit doesn't happen. Exactly. And know, know a little editing and when to too much information. Like these days, yeah, I feel, they, they could have even edited yeah. it out. They could have saw that that was there and then cut that part out and then restart it again or what have you what 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 is the point of it's not like they were on yeah it's not like they were on a set where oh the lights the camera the crew no they were partying having dinner and decided and he made a point and saying we were so hot and bothered that we just had to fuck but if you're so hot with diego then you're chances are you're going to be hot with him another time. So just film another time when you don't have lasagna the night and (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it is you went and had. Chilis con carne. (laughs) Exactly. I know. Oh, I made a mean chili Colorado this weekend. I even got the chilies and I I soaked them and I, it's delicious. I was um, eating it for lunch today. It's delicious. But yeah, I would not. But you didn't bottom make... afterwards, did you? I did not. In <laughs> fact, I went out last night and I said, nope, not happening. <laughs> not put on your big boy underwear that's unattractive tonight because you're just going to hang out with your friends. And that is that. You had chili Colorado and I love it, but it's very spicy and no, not happening. And exactly. much less. Yeah, and I don't even have an OnlyFans account, so, you know. There it is, (laughs) right there. Interesting. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Would you unsubscribe, Cody? I 
probably would not subscribe in the first place. You wouldn't subscribe that. in the first place, though, right? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to say that earlier, but <laughs> since you asked, when you said "meh," <laughs> I don't want to see that. Just like just, I don't want uh, Valerie Cherry. Cher- I don't want to see that. <laughs> Fuck his <Well>. drag. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, apparently, Cody, moving on here in the UK, there is a demand for fetish clubs and it's higher than ever. And newcomers are telling why a huge uptick in attendance and membership post lockdown suggests that people are needing kinky spaces more than ever. And a lot of it they liken to just being in lockdown, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... We've, they write, we've all been doing our best to exist in an environment that's unfriendly, unsafe, uncomfortable, and, well, pretty unhappy. And, you know, I'll post this on Tag's podcast because they really go into profiles. But in general, they liken it also not just because of the lockdown, but because of when things opened up again, there's a lot of strife going on in the world. And mm-hmm. I think people... Yeah. Are I've noticed just in general the amount of play spaces popping up more. I get several emails of different groups that are sex positive groups that are popping up more, even more mainstream clubs. I was told here in New York that are having kind of finding their dark room areas, kind mm. of because I think people have been locked up and people are really needing to feel their sexuality on many levels. And so fetish, I think um, people are kind of like fetish. You want to explore more, right? Not just sex, right? I mean, you were just talking a minute ago about Cody, maybe getting Joe and you to act out a whole scene. Go on the snippy zap. (laughs) What are your thoughts about this? Do you think there's an uptick in this because of what's been going on? I can definitely see it, and I can definitely see why this such such a thing like this would be happening in lockdown. It's just like you you have a you're all bottled up and you're shaking the the soda bottle, and it's just going to explode and erupt everywhere. And I I and I think that's a good analogy because yeah. you, you when they're everybody's exploding from all the sex that they're having too. So hello, goodbye. Um, and so- but. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, go ahead. And I can see how people would want to explore in a sex club or something like that of that nature because it's kind of taboo and and people have been locked up and sequestered and to themselves for so long that that they want to feel that human connection in, in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, like this Halloween, I spent it with you, and mm-hmm. it was so many people got dressed up this year because it's we want to explore different sides of ourselves. And fetish often, you know, it's easy to maybe get on sniffies or something like that and have a quickie, but I think we're longing for something even more. And with fetish, oftentimes fetish isn't just the act of wham bam, thank you, ma'am. It's a lot more extended and explorative and involves like in the BDSM community, it might involve leather and, and various types of play that you have to don and take on different roles that can't be done in just a, you know, 10 minutes. It has to be really explored. And 
I think we're longing to explore that different side of ourselves that right, you can right. kind of immerse yourself, if you will, into, you know, out of, I think we're just, there's so much craziness going on right now. And mm -hmm. I think we want to just part of escapism too. And oh yeah, which, but I think For sure. Done um, well, fetish can be very healthy, and and I love it, and I, I have plenty of them, so I will continue to explore my fetishes. What are you going to say? And I feel like people during the during the quarantine and the lockdown, people have been kind of exploring their sexuality and getting to know themselves more. So I can see how them acting in this fashion could could be them getting to know themselves more and explore their sexuality a little bit more as well. And I, that, I think that's something that we've covered extensively on this podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, unlike that story, this next story is talking, this, the U.S. Sun reports that Valley of the Dolls, the first lesbian sex robots, may be coming soon, as well as a gay male version sex bots they're calling them oh. and they're they're going to be programmed the ai is going to program them to be gay the female one is bi and the uh, this one i'm not for so much does it look the like matthew camp yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say that the CEO <laughs> of this one says he hopes to release Henry. Why did the, the male one's going to be called Henry oh. sometime in 2022? I'm not sure about that name, saying know, the company right? still needs to develop its artificial intelligence and fully functioning bionic penis. So where we were just talking about, Cody, a minute ago about having more interaction and, and exploring fetishes that really have to do with people and interaction mm -hmm. and longing for touch and really just deep diving into that. This one, to me, a doll, and like we said, the Matthew Camp life-size doll, isn't going to work for me, even if it yeah. does have a bionic penis. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I where can I get that though? I, I would like a bionic penis for my, just for myself. Just <laughs> okay, Steve Austin. I know, <laughs> right? I know they should have put that on the original Steve Austin too. Yeah, because that hey. would have been hot. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I said it before when we were talking about Matthew Camp that I would just be too freaked out or probably forget that the doll was in the apartment somewhere and <laughs> it would just freak me out or would the AI somehow trip up somehow and yeah, in the middle of the night you. come and rape <laughs> me or something? And can you, do you have a case if you were, can you say you were raped by your Henry doll? I mean, you bought it. had a bionic penis. This wasn't any penis. It was a bionic penis. And so, I mean, I I told him no, but you bought the thing, so I don't know where this just feels to me like the beginning of the machines rising, beginning up of the end, <laughs> <laughs> and taking over the world. And yeah, so I, it's a it's a no for me as well. I'm gonna have to pass, but I would yeah. like to to apply to get a bionic penis because I would like one of those. To attach okay. it to me so I can have one because I think that that's going to be something that I could put to good use. 
The closest I'm going to get is I just got a penis pump in the Ooh. mail. Yeah. yeah. I had a guest on the show, uh, a sex and intimacy coach, Susan Bratton, on, and she works with a Dr. Kaplan, and they sent me this penis pump, and it's got the cool thing about it. I have to read that. I'm going to read the whole thing, the whole, mm -hmm. you know, um, because I want to make sure I do it right, but they have different yeah. size. Yeah. They have different size pumps for different penises, which makes it very sizable for you. <laughs> and that's the closest I'm going to get to a bionic penis. Okay. I, I mean, I might have to do that and get right on sniffies and just go, but I will let you know on that. And if anyone wants information, I will post this penis pump on tagspodcast.com to show you how you can get one as well. I want I will, one. Yeah, I'll be documenting my results on this and see Sounds is good. it growing or not, but very excited about that. This Christmas season, oh my gosh, so much fun, Cody, as always. always. Yes. Yes, and Cody will be back with me this Wednesday night for Tags Live at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on the Get Vocal platform. You can find that information by going to tagspodcast.com and follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching on Instagram, as well as his personal account at Mr. Maurice on Instagram as well. Cody, thank you so much. So much fun as My always. Pleasure. Yes, always, boo. Yeah, and in the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.